0: That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's a minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 1424. Owning less is great. Wanting less is better. And don't just declutter, de-own. Both by Joshua Becker of BecomingMinimalist.com, and I'm Justin Molik your personal narrator, reading to you every day, including holidays, just like an audiobook, but free of charge, mostly from blogs, sometimes from books and always with permission from the websites. Otherwise, it would be copyright infringement. And happy Monday to you. Hope your week is off to a great start if you're listening in real time. I have two posts for you today. Both are from Joshua Becker of Becoming Minimalist. For now, let's get right to today's two posts as we optimize your life. Owning less is great. Wanting less is better. By Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. Less is more. You might have already heard this phrase as it's been quite popular in the minimalist movement in recent years. I love owning less. I made a decision years ago to intentionally live with fewer possessions. It was born mainly out of my growing discontent with the focus of my life's energy. As the size of my home increased and the number of things stuffed into closets grew, more and more time was spent caring for them. While cleaning my garage one Saturday morning, I began to realize how much of my life was being stolen by the things that I own. As a result, the things that meant the most to me were being neglected. I immediately began to remove the non-essentials. Since deciding to own less, I've experienced countless benefits, more time, more money, more freedom, more energy, less stress, and less distractions. Owning less provides me the opportunity to pursue my greatest passions. It's great, and I'll never go back to my previous lifestyle. I found that the old "blesses is more is true for me. But along the way, I discovered something even better than owning less, wanting less. I'll explain. More to less is more. Not long ago, I was visiting a friend at his home down the street. As we were talking, he mentioned how nervous he was about the upcoming weekend. I began to ask why. Well, he said, we have some new friends coming over for dinner, and I'm a little embarrassed about the size of our house. He proceeded to tell me the backstory. Recently, he and his wife had met some new friends, and last weekend, They went to their house for dinner. Joshua, it was huge, he remarked, and beautiful, and every room had gorgeous furniture in it. It was one of the nicest homes I've ever been in. But now, this coming weekend, their friends would be coming over to their home for the first time, and last weekend's experience has left my friend self-conscious about the size of his home. I went about my friendly duty of assuring him he had nothing to worry about. Things would be just fine. His house was plenty big, and the feeling you get when you enter a home is far more important than square footage or the make of the furniture. All the while, I felt a little bit of sadness for him. What a crummy way to live, constantly scanning the possessions of others and comparing them to your own. There is no joy to be found in that approach to life. It will always lead to discontent and envy. But soon after, I began to analyze the emotions and feelings I'd experienced during his telling of the story. We had moved into a smaller home years ago, and I couldn't be happier with it. The benefits of a smaller home are fantastic. I don't even want a bigger house anymore. I drive past them all the time and think to myself, I'm sure glad I don't have to take care of that big thing. As my friend was sharing his story, I began to reflect on how much my life has changed and how unattractive the constant pursuit of material possessions has become to me. Not only do I own less, but I also want less. And this is a wonderful place to be. Less is more proves truer than I realized. Because I don't want to own more than I already have, I am freed from the constant comparing of my stuff to others. I'm no longer bound to the incessant pursuit of more money and more stuff. I've found contentment in the things that I own. I've discovered more room for generosity and I've begun to bend my pursuits towards things that matter. Indeed, owning less is great, but wanting less is even better. Don't just declutter, de-own by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. We are a culture drowning in our possessions. We take in more and more, holiday, birthdays, sales, needs, but rarely find opportunity to discard of it. As a result, our homes fill up with so much stuff. And because we believe the best solution is to find organizational tools to manage all of it, we seek out bigger containers or more efficient organizational tips and tricks. But simply organizing our stuff without removing it is always only a temporary solution. By definition, organizing our possessions is an action that must be repeated over and over and over again. At its heart, organizing is simply rearranging. And though we may find storage solutions today, we are quickly forced to find new ones as early as tomorrow. Additionally, organizing without getting rid of our stuff and decluttering has some other major shortcomings that are rarely considered. Number one, it doesn't benefit anyone else. The possessions we rarely use sit on shelves in our basements, attics, and garages, even while some of our closest friends desperately need them. Number two, it doesn't solve our debt problems. It never addresses the underlying issue that we just buy too much stuff. In fact, many times the act of rearranging our stuff even costs us more as we purchase containers, storage units, or larger homes to house it. Number three, it doesn't turn back our desire for more. The simple act of organizing our things into boxes, plastic bins, or extra closets doesn't turn back our desire to purchase more things. The culture-driven inclination to find happiness in our possessions is rarely thwarted in any way through the process. Number four, it doesn't force us to evaluate our lives. While rearranging our stuff may cause us to look at each of our possessions, it does not force us to evaluate them, especially if we are just putting them in boxes and closing the lids. On the other hand, Removing possessions from our home forces questions of passion, values, and what's truly most important to us. Number five, it accomplishes little in paving the way for other changes. Organizing may provide a temporary lift to our attitude. It clears a room and subsequently clears our mind, but rarely paves the way for healthy, major lifestyle changes. Our house is too small, our income is too little, and we still can't find enough time in the day. We may have rearranged our stuff, but not our lives. On the other hand, the act of getting rid of stuff from our home accomplishes many of those purposes. It is not a temporary solution that must be repeated. It is an action of permanence. Once an item has been removed, it is removed completely. Whether we resell our possessions, donate them to charity, or give them to a friend, they're immediately put to use by those who need them. Removing possessions begins to turn back our desire for more as we find freedom, happiness, and abundance in owning less. And removing ourselves from the all-consuming desire to own more creates opportunity for significant life change to take place. If you're struggling with how to get rid of stuff, you can, number one, challenge yourself to remove the unneeded things in your home. Number two, rid yourself of the extra weight in a permanent manner. Number three, carry a trash bag from room to room. Number four, see how big of a donation pile you can make. And number five, eliminate debt by selling what you no longer need. It doesn't matter so much how you remove them as long as you do, for it is far better to de-own than to always be decluttering. You just listened to the posts titled, Owning Less is Great, Wanting Less is Better, and Don't Just Declutter, De-Own, both by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. I hope that gives you your minimalist fix for Minimalist Monday, but that'll do it for today. Have a great start to your week and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.